Welcome to the PSD cast of Power Systems Design. I'm your host, Jason Lumberg, and in today's episode, we're discussing a specific method for saving energy in municipal buildings. With us today is Harry Sim, CEO of Cypress Envirosystems, and his company just announced the 50th installation of, the, of their proprietary wireless pneumatics thermostats in New York City, which equates to more than 6,500 thermostats. Cypress's new technology supposedly saves the city time, money, and energy, all of which we'll get into shortly, and this dovetails nicely with New York's goal of reducing its greenhouse gas emissions 35% by 2025. So, Harry, first off, welcome to the show, and let me ask you simply, why are these pneumatic uh, thermostats necessary? You know, what makes the status quo obsolete? Thank you, Jason. Yeah, well, you know, uh, thermostats, as you know, they control the temperature in the offices and in places where we live, you know, and and work. Um, So the thermostats are in every building to control the temperature. Now, if you go to Manhattan, a lot of the buildings are older, right? In fact, all around the country. And the chances are the type of thermostat that's on the wall is a mechanical pneumatic thermostat. And you know when it's pneumatic because when you go up to, change the temperature on the thermostat, you turn the wheel and you hear this hissing sound like and that's really just air pressure behind it. And if you remove the thermostat from the wall, there's no wires, no batteries, there's no internet, there's no wireless. These are mechanical devices that were invented 100 years ago and they use this compressed air to, to regulate temperature. So that's what the existing infrastructure is, um, and, and has a lot of downsides. But um, anyway, that's why we have these uh, thermostats, and they're pneumatic. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so let's take a step back. Before anyone can realize uh, these energy savings, the thermostats obviously need to be installed, as you mentioned. So how does installation of these uh, wireless pneumatic thermostats, or WPTs, compared to conventional methods? Yeah, well, okay, so in terms of uh, why the old ones, you know, what's the problem with them? What do they need to, why do we need to replace them and how difficult it is, right? So the problem with the old ones is because they're mechanical, uh, you can't program them. Like if nobody's in the room, you can't tell it to, you know, shut the air conditioning off to save energy. Or if there's a really hot summer day and you have a peak load, you know, Con Ed could be sending out a signal to tell everybody to save uh, energy you can't get a signal out to these thermostats because they're not communicating. Also, if anything goes wrong, like you have a stuck uh, damper or you have a leak in the air system, uh, these thermostats won't tell you. There's no fault detection. So obviously, uh, compared to new thermostats now, which are electronic, they're smart, they're programmable, we have a big gap, right? So what most uh, buildings want to do is, well, they want to upgrade these pneumatic thermostats to new smart thermostats. Well, there's the problem, though. The, it's very, very difficult to replace the old ones with the new ones. Um, the infrastructure is embedded in the walls and ceilings. You have to rip open the ceilings, replace dampers, actuators. You have to run wires. It's very labor-intensive, and it's very disruptive to the occupants inside. So using conventional technology to replace these thermostats has been virtually you know, not, it's, it's not feasible for most uh, uh, buildings. It costs way too much and it's too disruptive, which is why even today about 70% of those buildings in, in Manhattan, maybe even more, probably more like 80% of the buildings in Manhattan still have pneumatic thermostats. So 
that's a problem we're solving, uh, Jason. You know, we said, hey, look, we, we can't do all this disruptive, costly retrofit. So we created this uh, wireless pneumatic thermostat, which is a non-invasive technology, which means instead of taking hours to do and ripping open walls and ceilings, this can be done in 10 to 15 minutes, and it doesn't disturb the occupants. You don't have to run wires. You don't have to um, take out big mechanical devices. You don't have to expose asbestos and so on. So the, the much lower disruption, the much lower labor cost makes it very cost effective then to go and retrofit these old buildings. So for the first time, we can make the old buildings smart using this non-invasive technology. Right, right. And the, the proof really is in the pudding. And prior to our interview, I was impressed to read that um, New York City had retrofitted 69 city schools with the WPTs, leading to um, a 20% reduction. I believe that's the figure that's going around in, um, in oil consumption. So how exactly do, do the uh, wireless thermostats enable the energy savings? All right. There, there are two, two separate areas uh, that the savings come from. Uh, one is uh, the smart programmable strategy. So as I mentioned, um, you know, if, there's a, if a room, uh, let's say in a school, you know, it's not used in a certain afternoon of classroom or it's a conference room in a building, it's not used on the evenings or weekends, you turn off the air conditioning or the heat, right? So you can program in these strategies uh, for schedules. Uh, you can have intelligent set points. You have uh, what's called you know, a dead band set point where you have separate heating and cooling set points. You can do uh, fan control. So if uh, the temperature is comfortable, you can reduce the fan speed to save energy. Uh, and you can do things like supply air temperature resets. Now, I'm, I'm giving you a lot of you know, technical terms that's uh, commonly used in buildings, but mainly all modern buildings use these things, right? The supply air temperature resets, the fan controls, all modern buildings use this. The problem is in the older buildings with the pneumatics, you have no programmability, no communication, so you can't do any of these strategies. So our device, uh, wireless pneumatic thermostat, it makes a building smart, and it lets an older building do all the modern strategies that, are, that we're familiar with. So that's one big area of savings. That's the programmable strategies that you know, an intelligent device can, can execute. Now, the other area of savings is in fault detection. So you can imagine that some of these buildings are, are older. You know, they're, they're 30, 50, maybe 70 years old. And uh, there's going to be issues with stuck dampers or valves or springs that are stuck or you know, linkages that are not moving properly. They need to be greased. Uh, but if you have no data, no sensor data, you don't know what's the problem. So you kind of have these hidden problems that are in most buildings, but the, the building managers don't know about it. Well, if we now put in these smart thermostats, we gather a lot of data. Using the data, we can detect these faults, and it highlights when uh, they need to be fixed. So, for example, you mentioned the case, you know, these 20% savings advertised by New York City for the schools. What they dis discovered was that a lot of radiator valves were stuck open, and a lot mm -hmm. of schools just had, you know, even when they didn't need it, the hot water was flowing through the radiator all the time, and the schools were, the classrooms were getting too hot, and people were just opening windows to cool down, and that obviously stayed, uh, wasted a lot of energy. 
was probably going on for years and years with nobody knowing about it. So once we put in our thermostats, we detected that fault. They fixed the uh, broken valve. They were comfortable. They saved energy. They didn't need to open the windows anymore. So that's one example. So again, the two areas, one is programmable smart strategies. The other is fault detection to save, uh, to, to detect faults and fix things that are broken. Mm -hmm. And you, you sort of um, already mentioned this and, and got into it a bit, but um, how can the, the WPTs complement uh, existing building automation systems? Well, the existing building automation system, they usually control everything from the what's called the central plant, things like the air handlers, the chillers, and boilers, all the way to the thermostats in the, in the rooms, in the classrooms or the office buildings and so on. Well, uh, in, the, in the case of the pneumatic thermostats, our devices would work with any existing building automation system. It talks a common protocol called BACnet. That's an industry open protocol. So, you know, we can talk with the common vendors like uh, Honeywell or Johnson Controls or Siemens, um, and they can be seamlessly integrated with this existing building automation system. Once it's integrated, all those strategies that I spoke about earlier where you can optimize the whole building, share the sensor data, do fault diagnostics, all of that becomes possible when you have this communication with your building automation system. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, how long approximately before the uh, energy savings are, are, are realized? In, in other words, how long before customers would recoup their initial investment? Typically, um, it's in the range of three years. Um, so there are some cases which uh, we've seen it's less than that. It could be two years, and it could range up to uh, three to four years. Now, there's also uh, rebates that some of our customers have been able to get from the utilities, and that would also reduce the payback time. But typically, it would be in the three-year or less uh, time to pay back for the initial investment. No, that that sounds great, Harry. And and I want to appreciate. Um, I'm sorry. I, I want to thank you for joining us. And um, again, um, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in.